three from the right side. The New York Life ACC Championship. The following is another ESPN Radio sports presentation. Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation presents high school basketball. Robinson got the rebound. Hands it off to Coster. Outlet pass Clevenger, left corner. Looks for the cutter. Techmeyer got it to him on the left block. Good backdoor bounce pass. Out front three. Koski, good. Today is live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships from the Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln. High School Basketball on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Grant Schmidt with a rebound. He gets it away now to uh, Austin Esch. Hustles into the forecourt. Esch comes across the top to Asher. Rough wing down to Grant Schmidt. Leaves it out between the rings. Bounce pass goes over to Asher. Takes it in the lane. Dumps it away to Boyd. size up and in. Six programs will hoist a state championship trophy today, and you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion, but first is the new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to the Pinnacle Bank Arena in Lincoln right after this word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Well, welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena, our third state championship of six today here on the ESPN Superstation and one of the more anticipated rematches of last year's Class B final between Gretna and Scotts Bluff. A year ago, the Dragons cruised 52-33 to to win their uh, state championship. They're trying to go back-to-back here. They've uh, won five, dating back to the old school where they played all the way down to level F. They won the F state championship in 2018, E in 19, and H in 29. And in the NSAA era, uh, Gretna won back in 82. And then again, last year, they were runner-ups in 2011. For Scotts Bluff, well, it's been a while since they won a uh, state championship. That was back in 2013. They've had a nice little run here. They won Class A back in 41, A in 52, double A in 55. And then, as we mentioned, in 2012, they came away with the state title. They were runner-up a number of times, including in 2013 and last year to Gretna as they cruised in that one 52-33. to Scott's Bluff, though, you look at their lineup, first thing that you're going to draw attention to is Andrew Cuxhausen, who averages 29 points per ball game, scored 39 against Aurora yesterday, and at times it just seems like he can score at will. And if he doesn't get it done, well, Landon Walker, 6'8 center, he averages over 20 points per ball game. He can get it done. For Gretna, very balanced. Uh, they, they get uh, 14 points from one guy, 15 from another. Everybody throws in about seven or eight, and they play very, very good defense as Gretna comes in with a record of 24 and 2 on the year. Uh, excuse me, it'd be 26 and 2 now. That's the same identical record as Scott's Bluff. But Gretna has played a pretty tough schedule. They have played against uh, six teams that made it to the state basketball tournament at various levels. They played both Kearney teams. They, they, they played a number of teams, obviously, in their neighborhood. Scotts Bluff, I don't think, night in and night out has been tested as much. Uh, they, uh, one of their losses was to Kearney High, 76-64 to in the conference tournament. 
And uh, they also lost to a team from South Dakota. But the loss to Kearney is the only loss in the state of Nebraska here for the Bearcats as they take on the Dragons for the state championship. You're listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your year leader. Contact Terry or Jason Stark or New Tech Seed dealer near you. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you the starters for the Dragons and the Bearcats. When we come back right after this. I had some things bothering me, some pain, and doctors suspected that it was cancer. All of a sudden, I get a call, and I found out the cancer is moving to your lungs very rapidly. You need to go see Dr. Pornshaw immediately. I had knew about the Morrison Cancer Center, yes. I had heard some good things about it. I didn't even think about going anywhere else. Chemo is very tough. They cared about every step of the process. They made you feel at home as, as well as they can in a cancer center. I had nine weeks of treatment, and then you know, we did a couple more tests down the road with them, I and mean, they said things started to turn around a little. It was, uh, I don't know, it's hard to describe. It was like a weight being lifted. It changes your life every minute for the rest of it. I'm Ronald Faber, and I was treated here in Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back here at Pinnacle Bank Arena for the Class B State Championship game. Your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll begin, first of all, for the Scotts Bluff Bearcats, 24-2 and two coming in, so they're 26-2 and two on the season. They're being led by Andrew Cuxhausen, a six-foot-tall senior guard who averages 29.1 points and 8.6 rebounds per ball game. He's not afraid to get his nose in there and pull down a rebound as well. Braden Lofink, also a senior, 5'10", averages about uh, one point per ball game and 1.3 rebounds. Evan Hughes, 6'4", and a senior, averages three points, three rebounds a game. Devin Budras is a 6'1", junior. Budras averages 5.7 points and 3.5 rebounds. And Landon Walker, a 6'8", senior. He'll play center. He's averaging 20.5 points and 10.8 rebounds here for the Scottsville Up Bearcats, as we mentioned, coming in with a record of 26-2, and two, which is the identical record for the Gretna Dragons, the defending state champions. We'll start Tynan Dwin. He is a uh, 5'10 senior. He's averaging 6.5 points and 1.8 rebounds. Tyler Sullivan, a junior, 5'11", averages 7.4 points and 2 7 rebounds. Zach Emming, 6'2", and a senior, averages 15.3 points and 3.3 rebounds. Trey Brown is a 6'5", senior, averages 14.3 points and 9.1 rebounds. And Joe Johnson is a junior, 6'3", averages 7.7 points and 4 rebounds here for head coach Brad Feakin, battling the Scottsbluff Bearcats and their head coach, Scott Goyan. 26-2, 26-2, both these two teams. Both these two teams stayed experienced because they met in the finals last year. And again, Gretna ran away with that one, 52-33. Your starting lineup is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. The Dragons will be the home team on the scoreboard. They'll be in their home white uniform. It says Dragons down the side, green letters, numbers, and trim. And for the Bearcats, they'll be wearing their road black uniforms with the red numbers. A little bit of white trim on there. And it says Bearcats across the front in those red letters as well. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your heel leader. Contact Terry Jason Stark or New Tech Seed dealer near you. Jumping for the Dragons will be Trey Brown. 
Brown will be going against the big man, Landon Walker. Again, Walker and Cuxhausen will do the vast amount of scoring here for the Bearcats from Scottswell High School in the Class B state championship. Of course, teams in uh, Kearney hoping that the other Bearcats would be in the Class A final, but we'll have to settle for this batch from the GNAC. The tip is won here by Lofink, and Scott's bluff. Their pass down low is a little bit too high, and first possession. They're trying to get it inside for Walker, and they missed the uh, pass as it was too high. Maybe a little bit of early jitters, and after the turnover, the Dragons will have their first possession. Wynn will get the ball off on the left wing here for Johnson. Back out for Dwin off of a screen. They'll get it out here for Emming. Emming finds a cutter. That's a nice pass to Trey Brown, and he'll finish right at the rim. Nice pass inside there for Brown. He gets the bucket, and Gretna with the first two points of the contest. So a little steal being taken out of there. Another run here by the Dragons, and the layup by Sullivan is good. One thing Gretna can do so well is put pressure on the basketball. Low think having trouble. It goes off of Gretna and out of bounds, and they're just energizing themselves. Emming and Sullivan and Dwin right in front of us, just kind of high-fiving each other, like, keep it up. That's what we need to do, as it will be inbounded here for Budras. Budras gives out for Lofink. Lofink standing on the panhandle here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And they stay in Nebraska on the court. They'll give it for Andrew Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen's in range because he's in the building. He's got it out on that right side. He'll bounce it out there for Lofink. Back around. They get it on the low block. Here's Budris. Budris has his shot blocked and pulling down the board. Here's going to be Johnson. Johnson up ahead here for Dwin. Dwin passed through the lane. Good idea, but Trey Brown wasn't ready for it, and it's going to be a turnover. So they turn the ball over. And with the pressure, they'll get the ball out here for Lofink. Lofink out for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen kicks in the corner. Here's the three-pointer for Hughes. No good. And the Dragons come up with it. They'll get the ball out here. Emming had it. Emming gets it back after snagging the bound. He's going to drive all the way in, and he's going to be fouled. I'll tell you what, that's a tough call here for Landon Walker. Walker was clean up high, but got him on the body down low, and that's going to be his first foul of the game. So a 4 nothing start here for the Gretna Dragons, and they're going to try to add on to it. Uh, Zach Emming will shoot two here with 6.17 to go in quarter number one, and the first free throw was good. By the way, uh, the final in Class C1 consolation game, Winnebago in overtime gets past go to 71 to 68. So three-point wins in both C1 and C2 consolation games. Second free throw is up and good. And if you haven't heard, Austin Ash had a half-court shot at the buzzer to win it for St. Cecilia in Class C2, 52-49 over Elmwood Murdoch. Cuxhausen dribbling down that right side. Going to be uh, impeded, so that'll be a foul here on Tyler Sullivan. That'll be his first foul of the game. First is a team here against the Dragons. They lead it 6-0. Cats will inbound. And they get the ball here for Gabriel Patton. Patton gives it to Cuxhausen, who will elevate and hit a three. And that is beyond NBA range right there. He hit that one from about 28 feet out. Emming has it on the bounce here for Gretna. You cannot leave Cuxhausen alone. He is in range as soon as he got off the bus. 
little spin move here for Emming. Emming's going to kick the ball back out. Penetration all the way to the glass. Shot won't fall for Sullivan. And rebound is taken out by Walker. Cuxhausen loses the basketball, but there's going to be a reach going to be called here on uh, Tynan Dwin. That's a break here for the Cats. So inbounding will be Hughes. Hughes gives it for Budris and Cuxhausen on the dribble. Man-to-man is Gretna at the moment. And they'll hand the ball off here for Budris. Budris off the screen, going to drive off glass. No good. Rebound to the Dragons. Brown has it. Gives it up ahead here. For Dwin, kick out. Time to shoot the three here for Sullivan. Can't get it to go, but an offensive rebound off glass. Shot by Brown won't fall. And finally, ending the possession is going to be Butteris with the defensive rebound. He'll dribble behind his back. Now get it out here for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen on the drive. Steps through off glass. No good. And rebound to Trey Brown. Very quickly to Emming. Emming now will slow it down. Getting it to Tynan Dwin. They're going to slow it down here for Emming. Emming on the right side. Dwin gives it on a bounce pass for Brown. Brown goes strong to the basket. He's going to be fouled. He just kind of a nice little give and go. Just a quick little bounce pass in. So the foul is going to be on Hughes. Brown at the line, bends the knees, kind of squats down a little bit, fires the free throw, and it's going to be short. Dragons with the 6-3 lead, 4.36 to go here in the first quarter of the Class B State Championship. And the free throw is up and good. He hits it. Coaching staff for Scott's Bluff says to set up the weave play, but first they got to get it up court. And they'll get it to midcourt. Budras has it. Budras is going to drive. Pass, entry pass is going to be knocked away, but picking it up is going to be Hughes. Hughes gives it inside for Landon. Landon, that's a tough shot. Can't get it to go. Johnson pulls down the board. Here come the Dragons. Running is Dwin. Dwin has a shot blocked and then rebounded by Budras. Nice play there by Budras with the block and the board. Kick left wing in transition. Patton for three. No good. Offensive rebound. Landon off glass. Good. Landon Walker pulls down the rebound and will kiss it off the glass. And Scott's Bluff has cut the Gretna lead down to two. It's seven to five as we are now midway through the first quarter. Dragons will get it top of the circle here for Emming. Emming working against Budris. Going to drive, shoot over the top of Walker. Going to be no good. On the ground is Cuxhausen. and he comes up with it and somehow rolls it out for Budris. So Cuxhausen with the rebound. Now the kick in the corner. Patton in transition. The three is an air ball and rebounded by Emming. Emming up ahead to Dwin. Dwin, here come the, the uh, Dragons on the roll. And they flip it up there. But Sullivan hit it off the back of that heel and it would not fall. But he is fouled, so he will step to the stripe for a couple. Toward pace here. And again, Gretna a little... Uh, Tough scoring here as they haven't hit any of their last five shots and have been held without a field goal for almost four minutes. Timeout being taken here with 3.23 to go. We'll take the timeout as well. It's Gretna with a 7-5 lead over Scott's Bluff in the Class B State Championship game. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska and National Bank. Back to Lincoln right after this. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. State championship game here between Gretna and Scotts Bluff. Gretna, of course, the one seed. They got past Bennington, no problem, 59-36 in the first round on Thursday. In the semifinals yesterday over Alliance, again, it was easy, 73-46. Won't be near as easy here today, I'm sure. Scotts Bluff eliminated Crete, 53-42. And then the win yesterday, 76-67 over Aurora in what was a real tight affair, much closer than that final score would indicate. The free throw was up and good here for Tyler Sullivan, and Sullivan will hit the second one as well. So it's now Gretna leading it by a count of uh, 9-5. to five. They led by as many as six here early on. Long pass out left side for Gabriel Patton. They'll give it top of the circle here for Hughes, as now they'll run the weave play here for the Bearcats. They get it on the right wing here for Josiah Delios. Delios, only a freshman, but boy, he does not look like a freshman physically. Cuxhausen has it right side. Here's a long top of the key three by Patton. That's going to be off the heel, no good. And here come the Dragons. Emming got the board and slowly, Tynan Dwin will come across the uh, half court stripe and give the ball back out here for Emming. Back to Dwin. Emming will try to cycle through there and they'll give it top of the circle for Emming. And again, Delios, a freshman, but got a full beard, and he, he does not look like he is, is his age. He is built like a man. Driving here on the left wing is going to be Emming. Emming's going to kiss it off the glass. That's a pretty shot, and the Dragons extend the lead out to six. Cuxhausen dribbling all the way in rather wild, gives it to Delios. Delios drives in, and he's going to hit the shot. Cuxhausen just flipped it over his head, hoped for the best, and it found Delios, and that had opened up a little room there for the freshman to drive through. That wasn't an easy shot for Delios. A little penetration kick out here for the Dragons. They're going to reset things. Dwin has it, and he'll give left side for Johnson. Johnson off of the screen. can shoot the three if he wants to, but he'll drive in the lane, try to dump it on the baseline, and a jump pass did not work. It goes out of bounds. So that'll be a turnover here on Gretna. It's only their second turnover. Two have been whistled against Scott's Bluff here. And Delios will face that pressure by Imming. So the senior will pressure the freshman. But Delios handles it pretty well. Cuxhausen's going to kick it in the corner. A little ball fake penetration now by Patton. Patton shot too high, but Landon Walker's there for the tip. He'll take it off the glass and score. 6'8", Landon Walker will get his as he tips that one in. 
And it's a two-point ball game. Thinking about the two was to win. But they'll put it on the low block here for Trey Brown. Brown shoots over the top of Walker. Shot no good. Walker with the board. He'll hand off to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen on the bounce. Working against Tyler Sullivan. Penetrates a little bit. Kicks into the corner. Here's Hughes for three. No good, but offensive rebound by the man on the spot, Josiah Delios. And Delios will lay it up and in. Delios averaging four and a half points per ball game. And I can almost guarantee you that number has increased through the course of the season as he's learned his role on this basketball team. He is a good-looking freshman. On the left wing is going to be Brown. Brown in the lane, backing in, trying to work against Landon Walker. And he'll shoot and muscle it over the top of the rim, and it falls in. That is a good look there by Brown. Delios with 25 seconds left, gives it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen going to drive. It's falling down. He got bailed out, though, because there's going to be a blocking call there. He's fortunate that that wasn't a turnover. Gretton is going to send Trey Nicholson into the game here. Trey Nicholson will come in. As the foul is called on Sullivan, his second. And late in the first quarter, they're going to have to protect him a little bit. Delios will give it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen spins, fades, shot, no good. Rebound, Emming. And Emming will be picked up there by Delios. Emming will bring it across the half-court stripe. Kick into the corner for Mickelson. And now driving here is going to be Dwin. Dwin has a shot blocked. Coming up with a loose ball after the block is going to be Walker. And then at half court, Delios will try to bank it in. It hit the iron after the bank. Nearly fell. But that's going to do it for one quarter of action. And Gretna has a 13-11 to lead over Scott's Bluff in the Class B State Championship. We'll be back with the second quarter after this. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. At Aurora Cooperative Agrami, we believe in being different and challenging the status quo because we know you, the grower, do not settle for average. We do this by developing specific whole farm strategies that meet each one of your farm's needs. We also believe that your time matters, and so we have invested in providing unmatched ground and aerial application services because we know the environment doesn't wait. Through a partnership built on trust, we know we can help you make more profitable decisions for your farms. To speak to an Aurora Cooperative Agronomist, stop in at one of our locations or call us at 402-694-2106. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work well we want to say thanks to our presenting sponsors of all of the district sub district and state basketball action mary landing health care our care your care our inspiration and husker power products your full service irrigation engine headquarters in hastings and sutton as well as the sponsors we've had all season long bringing us coverage of volleyball wrestling basketball football we've done it all here on Platte river radio it's been our Enjoyment through the fall and winter sports season, and we'll be doing some more action for you when the spring sports season begins here in earnest. Dwin will bring it up ahead here for Gretna. They kick out for Dwin. Dwin will now give it here for Zach Emming. 
Back to Dwin, and they're going to reset things here. Gretna leads it 13-11 over Scotts Bluff. Early on in the second quarter here. Out for Emming. Emming will put it on the baseline there for Johnson. Johnson back out here for Emming. At the high post, they get it to Brown. Brown's going to step through, try to get it in underneath. It goes out of bounds. Was it touched by Scotts Bluff? They're going to say it was. Vantage point here on the court. Couldn't tell if they got a hand in there or not, but the officials are standing right there. It will be Dragon Ball. And Dwin will toss in here on the baseline. Five-second count's going on, but he gets it to Zach Emming. Over for Sullivan. Sullivan telling everybody, all right, let's cycle through here a little bit. And they'll get the ball out here for Ty and Dwin. Left wing for Johnson. He'll get a screen. Johnson will penetrate a little bit. Kick right side here for Sullivan. And back out here for Dwin. Dwin, looking at this zone, trying to find a seam, penetrates a little bit. Now driving is going to be Sullivan. Sullivan back out for Dwin. And the Scottsbluff faithful making a little noise there. Their defense has not had any cracks in at this possession, and it's lasted over a minute so far. Driving here is going to be Dwin. He'll kick it out. Three-pointer going to be no good here for Johnson, and the rebound is going to go out of bounds. Not touched by anybody, so the basketball is going to belong here to the Scottsbluff Bearcats. Members of both the GNAC and the uh, Western Athletic Conference. Right side, Cuxhausen pulls the trigger on a three and hits the three. He gets that shot off very, very quickly, and now he's got six in the game. He's two out four shooting. Screen coming off of it is Emming. Emming in the lane, elevates off the iron, no good, and Walker snags the board. Cuxhausen, pass up ahead to Delios. Delios on the baseline. He's going to kick the ball out. Driving now is going to be Patton. Patton from 15 feet, he's going to score. Quick little run here for Scott's Bluff, and they have their first lead of the ball game. They lead it now 16-13 after scoring five straight points. The Dragons have not scored here for quite some time. Their last jumper came with about 36 seconds to go in the first quarter. We played two and a half here of the second. Screen on the bounce is going to be Emming. For Dwin, back out for Emming. Emming's going to drive, shoot over Landon Walker, and Landon Walker's going to pull down the rebound. Lost the ball momentarily, but Evan Hughes will help get it to Delios. Delios out for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen dribbles, goes down to one knee, still keeps his dribble alive, gets it inside for Walker. Great pass. Walker missed the bunny. And the loose ball going to be pulled down by Gretna. And Brad Fekin wants to slow things down a little bit. Toward pace, probably favors Scott's bluff. And right now, the scoreboard is in the advantage of the Bearcats. Scott's bluff leads at 16-13 to with 5.14 to go here in the second quarter. Timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We're back to Lincoln right after this. Play ball! Great feeling and solid hitting. Start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rippet, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Save! Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Varanall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. And welcome back here to the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Early on, Gretna with a six-point lead. They have surrendered that. They haven't scored here in the second quarter. 
And it's Gosbluff with a 16-13 lead with 5.14 to go. And again, a couple of champions have already been crowned. Wahoo Newman with an 80-57 win over their crosstown rivals from Wahoo. And it was Lord Central Catholic defending their state championship with a 47-44 win. So two teams that won state titles a year ago have won state titles this year. And Gretna trying to be the third in a row in a rematch of their game against uh, Scott's Bluff. But right now, it's the Cats who have the lead. Dragons, though, have the basketball as Tynan Dwin will bring it across. And he'll kick it to uh, Imming. Imming looking at this uh, man-to-man. Will drive on the left side. Great flip up there. Good by Tyler Sullivan. Kind of cleared out the lane, and Sullivan... Flipped it over the top, and Sullivan, who averages about seven a game, looks like a guy that scores about 27. Cuxhausen on the right wing. He's going to shoot a three, and it's off the iron. No good. Landon Walker rebound off glass. That's good. That's That happens a lot. Landon Walker with the rebound in the bucket after the shot by Andrew Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen had 39 yesterday against Aurora. And when he doesn't make him, Landon Walker's there for the board oftentimes. Tynan Dwin gives it off. Driving through here is Johnson. Johnson shot no good. Offensive rebound. Off glass. It's hanging on the rim. Won't fall for Trey Brown. But Brown was fouled. So he'll step to the stripe. Again, the last... uh, Dragons starting to get something going here offensively. They've hit one field goal here in the second quarter. But they've struggled a little bit offensively. But they hit a free throw here. And it's now 18 to 16. Scott's Bluff hanging around, hanging around, and hanging around. That's what they did yesterday. And then they got hot. And once they got hot, they stayed hot in that second half. Second free throw is good. And Hughes will inbound. So Bearcats still lead it 18 17. They still got the lead. And on the bounce here is going to be Budras. Budras gave it away, gets it back. He'll give it top of the circle here for Gabe Hatton. And on the right wing, here is Evans Hughes. He'll give it for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen on the drive. As the pocket picked, it's tipped around. It's bouncing around, and it was last touched by Gretna. Landon Walker had it for a little while, and I think the last one to touch it there was uh, Joe Johnson. So it'll be Cuxhausen on the baseline. Five-second count going on. They're just going to lob it, and it's going to be intercepted. Not a great pass. Not a lot of movement there. The pass up ahead here for Emming. Emming lost the ball momentarily, gets it back, and will give it to Tyler Sullivan. So now the Dragons, who had the opportunity to run, will have to uh, settle for the half-court offense here. Haven't been a lot of fast-break points in the game. Only one bucket for Gretton, and that was early on. And the Dragons now can take the lead back, trailing it 18-17 with 3.29. They give it to Johnson. Johnson's going to drive the lane on the baseline. Shot going to be blocked. And out of bounds, but it will stay here with the Dragons. Gretna has cooled down a little bit. They're only 5 of 17 shooting at the moment. Scott's Bluff shooting about 36%. Off the screen, off the inbounds is going to be Dwin. Dwin around the perimeter, giving it to Sullivan. Off of the screen, driving here is Emming. Emming will kick right wing. Little penetration, and they lose the basketball. Just an unforced error as it goes to Hughes. And Hughes will give the Cuxhausen. So here come the Cats. They throw it in the corner. Patton, he's going to drive. Stops in the lane. 
will dish it out. Entry pass for Sullivan, tipped, and Gretna forces the turnover. Brown came up with it and throws it up ahead here for Dwin. Dwin on the bounce is going to be shut off by Patton. Dwin trying to get it inside as Brown was posted up, but not a good pass, so they got to reset things here. Had a mismatch down low, but with a bad pass, it kind of undid all that. And now Gretna will try to set something up. Tynan Dwin off the screen, going to drive, draw body contact, take it off the glass and score. Trying to get the foul on Landon Walker, did not get the call. Probably shouldn't have came, but Gretna takes the lead back here in 1917. There was good strategy to that. Left wing, here's Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen elevates, gives it to Landon Walker. Walker with the bucket. Cuxhausen sometimes goes in there with really no idea what he's going to do, but Landon Walker bailed him out there as Walker got a great pass. And now Walker with the uh, block on the drive, but there was a foul before that. And that's going to be against the, uh, the Bearcats. And so Gretna will inbound. It was before the shot. So they'll just inbound it, but get a great look on the inbounds play. They cleared out things for Joe Johnson, and Johnson just gets an easy layup. So here's the drive by Patton. Patton left wing, reading it nicely there is Zach Emming, and Emming makes a steal. Emming's quick, but he sees things so well, he anticipates, and he was able to make the steal because he kind of had an idea what was going to happen there. Dwin will give it now top of the circle for Johnson. Johnson in the lane. They'll give it. And a turnaround jumper by Trey Brown. No good. And Land Walker with the board. They'll give it to Cuxhausen. Minute 28 to go here before halftime. Cuxhausen. Penetration. Kick out right side. Now they'll give it top of the circle here for Hughes. Hughes gives it off uh, for Patton. They kick right side. And the three-pointer going to be up and good for Evan Hughes. Good ball movement there for the uh, Bearcats who now... Go back on top here, 23-21. Drive in underneath by Dwin. That's going to be too strong. Barely drew any iron. And Cuxhausen comes down with a rebound. Cuxhausen will get a screen. But Gretna is aware of that, so they'll defend him. They kick it out last side for Patton. He'll shoot the three. No good. Gretna pulls down the board. And Johnson will hand it off. Go up court as slowly walking across the timeline right now is Tynan Dwin. Almost took him seven seconds of the 10. He's allowed to get up court just walking across. And he's continuing to milk the clock as they're going to look for the last shot here. Bearcats lead at 23-21 with 30 seconds to go here before halftime. And Brad Feekin says, we want the last shot. And Scott's Bluff is going to allow it. They're staying back with their defense. Everybody's inside the three-point arc that's wearing a, uh, a black jersey at the moment. Not putting any pressure on. Dwin now will set things up. He's going to drive with 10, kick it out. Now the drive, the scoop, the flip won't fall here for Johnson. Offensive rebound by Brown. That won't go. Walker has it. They throw it up ahead and a missed opportunity here for Scott's Bluff as they turn the ball over, trying to outlet it for Budras. And uh, Delio's going to check back in here with 1.6 to go. So Gretna will inbound it with 1.6 to go in the second quarter. Johnson near midcourt. And he'll throw it right side. One dribble. Shot on that left side by Brown. And the tray for Trey Brown will not fall. So we head to the locker room. And Scott's Bluff trying to avenge their loss to Gretna a year ago. We'll head to the locker room. It's Scott's Bluff 23, Gretna 21. 
when we come back for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this timeout. Have you ever thought about getting a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Start saving with geothermal system from Carrier and Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating and Kearney at 236-6437 or Holdridge at 995-4481. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. It's happening now at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. The largest in-house boat show to hit the Midwest. Buzz's Marine's 61st annual spring boat show is going on now through the 18th. This week, shop our new inventory with unbeatable deals and rebates on our most popular boats. Is your family ready for summer? Don't wait. Boating weather is fast approaching. Visit buzzesmarine.com for full details. That's the 61st annual spring boat show now through the 18th. Your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We are at halftime here of the Class B State Championship. Gretna won this one easily last year, 52-33. to 33. It's not going to be that easy this year. Scott's Bluff has the lead here at the break, 23-23. to uh, 21. Let's get you updated what else is going on across uh, Lincoln today. Uh, we've uh, crowned two state champions already, and they were defending champions that successfully had their title defense. It uh, started the uh, things off this morning with uh, Wahoo Newman defeating Wahoo 80-47, to a rematch of the 19, uh, uh, excuse me, the 2014 state championship game, and Newman defends their 2016 title, winning this one by a final of 80-57. to 57. So they've won a title three of the last four years and two straight here as they pick up the win. That was followed by Nebraska City Lords defending their championship in Class D1. Lords won that one 47-44. And now we're at halftime of Class B, a rematch of last year's game. And the uh, defending champions are trailing Scott's Bluff. It's uh, Scott's Bluff 23, Gretna 21 here at intermission. The consolation games in Class C have been outstanding. St. Cecilia started the day when Austin Esch hit a half-court shot at the buzzer. That three-pointer was the difference as St. Cecilia gets past Elmwood Murdoch 52-49 to to win the consolation game. And then it took overtime, but Winnebago got past SCOTUS, a uh, final of 71-68. to 
And uh, we'll get you updated with the other consolation games in uh, Class D as we go. So we'll, we'll take another break here as we're uh, totaling up the numbers here, both individually and as a team for both Scotts Bluff and Gretna. We'll take a look at our halftime numbers right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair, because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. We're at halftime. Scotts Bluff is leading Gretna in the Class B State Championship 23-21. to Let's take a look at uh, our numbers that we have for you here in the uh, first half. We'll begin, first of all, for Gretna. And uh, Tynan Dwin has two points here to intermission. Tyler Sullivan with six, four for Zach Emming, seven for Trey Brown, and two for Joe Johnson. Rebounding-wise, uh, so far leading rebounder has been Trey Brown with four, but Emming and Johnson have uh, each, excuse me, leading the way is Brown with five, but both Emming and Johnson have four each here in the first half for Gretna. Meanwhile, for Scottsbluff, who leads at 23-21 here in the first half. Six points here for Andrew Cuxhausen. Evan Hughes has three, eight points for Landon Walker, Josiah Delios with four points in the game, and Gabriel Patton with two points here at intermission. But Landon Walker already has 10 rebounds in the game to go with his eight points here in the first half. First half shooting uh, is so far here in the game, 40% shooting for uh, Scott's Bluff from the field, only 29% for Gretna, one of the reasons why uh, they're uh, trailing here. But uh, Scott's Bluff, 10 of 25 from the floor. And 7 of 24 is uh, Gretna shooting here in the first half. Three-point shooting. Gretna doesn't uh, shoot a lot out there. They're 0 for 2 from behind the arc. Meanwhile, Scotts Bluff is 3 of 10 here at intermission. But uh, Scotts Bluff has not gotten to the free-throw line. Meanwhile, Gretna 5 out of 6 from the stripe here in the first half. And again, it is the Bearcats of Scotts Bluff with a 23-21 lead here at halftime. We're going to take a quick break. We'll continue with more of our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. 
For food that'll make you stand up and cheer, head to Fanatics. Start with traditional appetizers like mozzarella or breadsticks, or add a little spice to your life with jalapeno poppers. And don't forget the famous wings you can enjoy as appetizers or as a meal itself. Bite into their huge selection of burgers, pizzas, calzones, or sandwiches. With over 30 HDTVs, the bullpen, and their new party room, there's something always going on at Fanatics. Food that will make you stand up and cheer. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks on Central Avenue, Kearney. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Chally at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. We're at halftime of the Class B State Championship game. Scott's Bluff with a 23-21 lead here at uh, intermission. A uh, quick update for you in the... Uh, consolation game over in class d it's uh lutheran high northeast with the lead over randolph 27 to uh, 15 as they are at halftime and that is the uh, d1 consolation game going on right now again lutheran high northeast with a 27 to 15 lead over randolph at intermission we've already crowned defending champions champions again in 2017 as uh it was newman and Nebraska City Lords winning state championships so far today here on the ESPN Superstation. Gretna trying to do that again. Have three straight defending champions in the morning session here. But right now, Scott's Bluff has the lead, 23-21. to 21. And for uh, Gretna, they need to uh, just work their offense a little bit more. They have not shot the ball well. They have not seemed very comfortable offensively. They need to pressure the ball. When they pressure the ball, they end up getting a lot of runouts, and they can score very well in transition. They have no fast-break points at all here in the first half. They need to get back to that guard play that's so good. Now, again, Cuxhausen can handle the ball pretty well, but, again, I think Gretna does have the opportunity to force some turnovers, get layups on the other end. And for Scott's Bluff, again, keep doing what you're doing. Cuxhausen hasn't really scored a lot of points yet, but he's always a step away from getting things going offensively, and a great effort so far by the big man down low, Landon Walker, who already has a double-double here at halftime or awfully close to it. So our Seeds of Success brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weegis or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer, science with service, delivering success. We're going to take at least one more break here on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. When we come back, 
Uh, we'll uh, start the second half as the Bearcats of Scottsbluff High School with a 23-21 lead over Gretna. We'll be back to Pinnacle Bank Arena right after this. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me, and it just relaxes me, and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care our inspiration. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Yeah, we're at halftime still, 23-21. It's uh, Scott's Bluff with the lead here over the Gretna Dragons. And uh, we can go a little deeper in some of our uh, numbers here in the first half. Four steals for Gretna in the first half, but no, only two fast break points the entire game. So they, they get the steals but haven't been able to finish on the other end. And that's really one of the things that gets them going offensively is they put that pressure on and then they get the bucket on the other end of the court. But they haven't been able to do that. They've done an okay job with Andrew Cuxhausen keeping him in check because he has only six points in the first half. But Landon Walker's done a marvelous job on the boards. He's got ten points and eight rebounds here in the first half. And again, for for him, he's almost at a double-double. He's just a a put-back away from the uh, double-double here. And uh, what Cuxhausen often will do is shoot those long jumpers. A lot of people think that maybe it's a little bit too aggressive, maybe shooting from too far away, but he gets them close enough that Walker can pull down the rebound. So that's a devastating one-two punch. You maybe get Cuxhausen to miss the shot, but then you got Walker right in there pulling down the rebound, and oftentimes he's able to get the putback, and that's what he's been able to do here uh, quite a bit so far here in the game. Uh, points in the paint. Actually, Gretna has the advantage of points in the paint. They have been driving very nicely. They lead in points in the paint 14-12 to 12 here in the first half, but again, only two points from the uh, uh, fast break points and five assists here for Scott's Bluff as they've worked the ball around very effectively around the perimeter and have been able to kick it out to some folks, and they've been able to hit uh, three three-pointers here in the game. 
And again, that's one of the differences here as Scott's Bluff has the 23-21 lead over Gretna. And Gretna has missed their last five shots. So it's been a while since uh, they've got anything going here at the moment. So we're going to take one last break. They finally got the clock moving again. The Bearcats of Scott's Bluff with a 23-21 lead over Gretna. And we'll step away for uh, about a minute and a half. We'll be back in the third quarter when we come back right after this. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Hi, this is J.D. Race with Nebraska Land National Bank. This year on National Agriculture Day, join us as we pay tribute to the hard work and commitment of America's farmers and ranchers. We are proud to serve an industry that not only provides us with high-quality food, clothing, and fuel, but also drives our local economy. Many area businesses are based on serving the ag community. To all those in agribusiness, we say thank you. We appreciate the work you do every day to help the local economy grow. Nebraska Land National Bank. Member FDIC. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. About ready to start the second half here. Again, Scott's up with a 23-21 lead over the uh, Gretna Dragons. The possession arrow is pointing to Scott's Bluff. Our possession arrow brought to you by the special people at Acera Care Hospice. Caring for the moments that matter with locations in Kearney, Grand Island, and York. Serving all the Tri-Cities and beyond. Call Acera Care Hospice today for your loved ones when they need the right care at the right time. It'll be Hughes inbounding the ball here for Scott's Bluff. They've got their starters out there, Cuxhausen, Lofink, Hughes, Budras, and Walker. And with the dribble here is going to be Budras. And wherever hot shooting Andrew Cuxhausen go, he is being shadowed as they're trying to set things up. Jumper on the left side, going to be no good. Walker with the rebound, gets the bucket and the foul. Another offensive rebound, and now the bucket and the foul for Landon Walker. So a good start to the second half here for the Bearcats. So Walker with the offensive board. Going to be fouled and will now stroke it in there to give the Bearcats a five-point lead. And this is their largest lead of the game. So Gretna will bounce it on the left wing here for Sullivan. Pass in the lane. They wrap it around. Great pass. Shot off glass. Going to be good there for Trey Brown. Some very nice passing in underneath there for the Dragons as they wrap that one around. Here comes Budras, picked up defensively by Dwin. Budras drives all the way down the baseline. Dwin is able to come off a couple of screens, catch up with him down there, but he got him with the body, so that'll be a foul. So two quick fouls have been whistled against Gretna here to start the second half. And Cuxhausen will trigger it on the inbounds. He's on the baseline. Five-second count going on. 
And he's going to throw it in the backcourt. Budras comes up with it. And Zach Emming will pick up Budras. Good work there for Budras as uh, Kutzhausen kind of had to throw a uh, pass deep. And now Budras will take it to a low block. Kick back around the perimeter here for Lofink. Lofink gives it to uh, Landon Walker. And Landon Walker, maybe outside of his element, outside of that lane, ends up dragging his pivot foot. He'll turn the ball over. Scott's Buff in the face of that Gretna pressure. Handling the ball fairly well here. Only seven turnovers so far in the ballgame. So Dwin will bring it up ahead. Left wing, they get it for Sullivan. Sullivan from the free throw line. Bounces in in the block here for Brown. Brown will shoot over the top of Walker. Missed it and rebounded by Landon Walker. We will hand off here for Cuxhausen for Scott's Bluff. He dribbles between the legs. Will elevate. Shoot a three. Short. And pulling down the board here is going to be Trey Brown. A one and done here as they hand it off for DeWin. DeWin on the run. Kicks out. Trail three here for Emming. No good. And Gretna pulls down another rebound. Sullivan came up with it. If he didn't get it, Joe Johnson was going to. And they entered in the lane here for Brown. There was nothing but white jerseys there pulling down that board. DeWin working against the pressure of Budras. Will take it to the free throw line. Doesn't want to shoot there. He'll give it off for Sullivan. Sullivan inside the top of the key. Fires the two. That's no good. And Walker with another board. That guy's got uh, a lot of Windex in his back pocket because he's always cleaning the glass. Driving here is going to be Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen shot up high. No good. Rebound by Emming. Emming will kick right side for DeWin. Back out for Emming. Emming is picked up there by Budras. Now they're going to reset things here a little bit. It's Tynan DeWin. We'll get the ball on the right side for Emming. Emming penetrates, kicks out for Sullivan. Again, Gretna has only shot two three-pointers the entire game. They're 0 for 2 from behind the arc. They like to get most of their work done inside of that arc. And they will cycle through. Emming gets the bounce pass. Has a shot blocked by Walker, but right in the hands of a dragon. Driving through here is Sullivan. His shot's going to be no good. And we've got a foul on the rebound. And I think the foul is going to be going, yeah. Foul's going to be going here on Scott's block. Gretna missed the jumper. It is 26-23. Cats with the lead. Dragons with the basketball. They inbounded here for Emming. Emming on the way. He eventually kicked it out. He's going to be fouled. So a couple of quick fouls here on Scott's Bluff. First one was on Hughes. And the second one is going to be on Budras. That's going to be his first. So Emming will toss in on the baseline. And they'll just get it to Trey Brown. Brown will hand off. Driving off that handoff is going to be Emming. Emming with the reverse layup. No good. Rebounded by Budras. Budras still has the dribble. We'll take it with that right hand. We'll knife in. Take off the glass. No good. And the rebound is going to be tipped out. So loud in here. Didn't hear the whistle. There was contact there. He was fouled. So a good aggressive play here for Scott's Bluff. Attacking the basket is going to allow Devin Budras to head to the free throw line. That will be on Johnson, his second. And Budras will add, try to add to a three-point lead and does. With five minutes to go in the third quarter, it's Bearcats 26, Dragons 23. And Scott's Bluff will try to add to it here as Budras has one more. Second free throw up. Rolls around and good. They've done a nice job at the free throw line. They're now eight of nine from the line. 
But as a team, they've done very, very well from the stripe. So Dwin will bring it up ahead. They get it left side here for Sullivan. Sullivan drives high off glass, and it's good. Had to shoot that one high, otherwise it would have been blocked by Walker and a timeout being taken here by Coach Feekin for Gretna. The Bearcats of Scotts Bluff with a 28-25 lead over Gretna with 4.48 to go here in the third quarter. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Back with more of the Class B State Championship game right after this. I can't get this darn radio to tune into the game. You know, Dad, you can just listen to the game on the computer at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Yeah, and I'm sure they want my credit card to pay per minute for something I could get for free if I could just get this radio to work. Actually, thanks to Barney Insurance, they stream free online. You can even download a podcast shortly after the game wraps up. Oh, sounds easy enough. What was the web address again? PlatteRiverPreps.com. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. And welcome back to Pinnacle Bank Arena. A good one brewing here in Class B. We've had uh, a good one in D1 a little bit ago. And the Bearcats with a 28-25 to 25 lead over Gretna with 4.48 to go here in the third quarter. Ball going to be inbounded to Josiah Delios. The freshman dribbles behind his back, brings it in the offensive end. They're going to be pressured there by Zach Emming. Tries to get it to Landon Walker, and the ball's going to be knocked loose. Cuxhausen can't come up with it. Gretna does finally come up with the steal. That took a lot of effort to come up with it, but Tyler Sullivan finally got the ball here for the Dragons. They get it to Emming. Over for Johnson. Back out for Sullivan. Sullivan now hands off for Dwin. Dwin's going to drive. Can't shoot over the top of Walker, so they'll work back around the perimeter. Sullivan has it. And uh, coming through is going to be Johnson. Johnson's going to drive, has a shot blocked, but there's a foul. And I'm not sure who that's going to be on. It's going to be two shots here, and that's uh, going to be on Landon Walker. And Walker can't believe the call. I thought maybe they got somebody on the body a little bit earlier. I thought where Walker was, he was okay. But Johnson stepping to the stripe to shoot a couple. And the free throw is off the back of the heel and no good. Score remains, Scott's Bluff 28, Gretna 25 with 4.09 to go here in the third quarter. Second free throw was up and good. That miss a moment ago was the first miss of the game here for Gretna. As a team now, they're four out of five. Long pass by Cuxhausen, way high. It's going to go out the fingertips. That'll be a turnover. Trying to get it out there for Gabe Patton, and Patton jumped as high as he could. He couldn't reel that one in. Well, media timeout being taken here at Pinnacle Bank Arena. And this timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Take time to find out what Nebraska Land National Bank can do for you. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Nebraska Land National Bank member FDIC. Scott's Bluff 28, Retina 26 with 3.56 to go here in the third quarter. And we'll be back right after this. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? 
That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the Bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. At Aurora Cooperative Agrami, we believe in being different and challenging the status quo because we know you, the grower, do not settle for average. We do this by developing specific whole farm strategies that meet each one of your farm's needs. We also believe that your time matters, and so we have invested in providing unmatched ground and aerial application services because we know the environment doesn't wait. Through a partnership built on trust, we know we can help you make more profitable decisions for your farms. To speak to an Aurora Cooperative Agronist, stop in at one of our locations or call us at 402-694-2106. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. Gretna trailing it 28-26. Has the basketball as they'll face some Bearcat pressure after they get across the half-court stripe. And getting it here is going to be Sullivan. Sullivan hands it off. Penetration. Nice dish inside. Shot won't fall, though, for Trey Brown. They fight for the rebound, and Emming comes up with it. So Gretna with the offensive board, and they're going to reset the half-court offense. Dwin has it. Dwin's going to drive. Dish in underneath. Reverse layup. Good for Trey Brown. Brown used the basket to give himself something to shoot at, and he was able to get that reverse layup. Pressure being put on, but handling it is Josiah Delios. He'll give it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen going to drive, float in the lane, take it off glass, no good. Walker with the tip, it's good. Landon Walker tips it up, and in transition, Johnson's going to run. Has the ball knocked loose by Delios. He's the last to touch it. It goes out of bounds. Great work there by Josiah Delios. Just a freshman, six foot tall. He looks like a senior, not like a freshman. And by senior, I mean in college. No, that's a little bit of a stretch. Emming's going to drive. He's going to spin. What a flip. The shot won't go. Offensive rebound. That's Brown. And Brown has a shot blocked by Walker out of bounds. Walker was last to touch it. He didn't think so. As he was starting to go up with it, I thought he knocked the ball out. On the baseline, tough shot being on the inbounds by Johnson. That won't fall. Rebound for the Cats. It was Hughes that pulled it down. And now here comes Hughes. He'll give it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen spins, shoots over a double team. Shot no good, gets his own board. Going to shoot over the top of Johnson. That one won't fall. And uh, we've got the whistle. It's going to be out of bounds. I think Zach Emming was the last to touch it. He was down there and wasn't able quite to reel it in. So 2.39 left. We're here in the third quarter. Bearcats have led the entire second half. Budras gives the top of the circle here for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen will give it off for Hughes. Off of the screen, they get the ball to Patton. He's going to shoot a three. And it goes over the top of the glass. Hit the iron high, goes over the top of the glass. Even if it doesn't touch it, that's out of bounds. Doesn't have to touch anything. That's out of bounds territory. You can hit the top of it, and you're okay. Once it goes over. So the Cats back on defense. Gretna trying to get something going offensively. Johnson's going to drive, dish it out. Now some more penetration, and we've got a whistle on the way in. As Tyler Sullivan was driving up, he flipped the shot up there, and that's when the foul occurred, so he'll be shooting two. 
The foul's going to be on Hughes. That's going to be his third. And Sullivan shoots the two free throws. The first one is up and good. Makes it now 30-29. to 29. Last lead Gretna had was at 21-20. to 20. Since then, the Cats have been able to build a five-point lead, and now that five-point lead for uh, Scott's Bluff could evaporate as Sullivan can hit the second free throw. And it is short. Galios pulls down the board. So Scott's Bluff has it. Galios brings it across the timeline. Long pass. Open for three on that right side is Patton, and he drains the three. Gabe Patton hits that three-pointer, just posted up early. And now driving here is going to be Sullivan. Sullivan, nice dish in underneath, but there's a foul. Trey Brown had it. Had a great look at the basket, and he's going to be fouled, and he'll go in line for a couple. So that's going to be on Walker. And for Landon Walker, that's going to be his third foul with a minute 50 to go here in the third quarter. Decision time for head coach Scott Goyan. Do you arrest your big man? You try to protect him a little bit with foul trouble. He's staying out there as the free throw is no good. Second free throw here for Brown. The squat, the shot, missed. Rebound by Walker. We'll give it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen picked up by Sullivan. Cuxhausen backs in. He spun a little bit. Gets a screen from Landon Walker. He's going to drive, take it off the glass. No good. And rebound by Trey Brown. Brown will give it to DeWin. And Gretna's DeWin saying we're going to slow down a little bit. He'll kick right side. Driving through that cleared out lane is going to be Emming. And Emming will take it off the glass and score. Not a fast break, but a secondary break opportunity there for the Dragons. And they've cut the lead back down to two. 33-31, minute 13. Delios will kick it off left side. There's an open three-pointer again for Patton. Same result. He drains the three. Gabe Patton, toe on the line, drains the three-pointer. He did that yesterday. He only averages about seven points per ball game. But he can stroke the three, and he's not afraid to pull the trigger. With his Johnson. Johnson, nice dish in under lane, underneath. Gives it to Brown. Brown's going to use the glass to put that one up and in. 36-33, 40 seconds left. Cuxhausen facing some pressure. Gives it to Delios. He's across the timeline. Delios going to drive, going to elevate. Shot short. Rebound tipped, I think, last touched by Scott's Bluff. And the basketball is going to belong to the Dragons here with 28.6 to go. Well, at the end of each of the first two quarters... In this situation, Gretna worked it for the last shot. They milked the clock. And we'll see that's what, what they want to do here with 28.6 to go. Walker does come out of the game, give him a little bit of a breather and also protect him a little bit. He's got those three fouls. And Dwin will walk across the timeline. And with 22 seconds left, he's still just dribbling across, trying to waste and burn a little time here. He cleans off his shoes while he still dribbles. And Twin will penetrate. He'll elevate. He'll get a whistle. And he'll head to the free throw line with 6.7 to go. The foul is going to be on Gabe Patton. That's going to be his second. Three fouls on Hughes. 
That's really about the big foul trouble here for Scott's Bluff. First free throw is up and good here for Tynan Dwin. There'll be 6.7 to go after this free throw. And Dwin is very concerned about uh, debris and dust underneath his shoes. Now he steps to the free throw line, strokes in the free throw, makes it a one-point game. And it's going to be Delios who inbounds the ball. Delios throws it to Patton. Patton dribbles across half court. Patton looking to get the ball back out here. Driving is going to be Budras. Budras, a little runner in the lane at the buzzer. It will hit the back of the heel, and that will do it. Three quarters in the books. Bearcats, 36. Dragons, 35. Scott's Bluff will take the lead to the fourth quarter of the Class B State Championship game when we come back after this. Play ball! Great fielding and solid hitting start with the right stuff from TM Sporting Goods. Choose from brands like Louisville Slugger, Rip It, Mizuno, and Wilson. All the summer sports are made better with the right apparel and equipment from TM Sporting Goods. Then roll in the expertise provided by Steve Veronall and Tino Martinez. TM Sporting Goods on the Bricks Downtown Connie, a division of Protein Design. Every sport done right. Have you ever thought about getting a great deal on your home energy bill? A geothermal system from Carrier is a great deal. A geothermal system taps into the earth to capture free, renewable energy. You can save up to half in cooling, 70% in heating, and another 30 to 50% in hot water costs. Start saving with geothermal system from Carrier in Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating and Kearney at 236-6437 or Holdridge at 995-4481. And welcome back here to Pinnacle Bank Arena. We're heading to the fourth quarter with Scott's Bluff leading. The Gretna Dragons, the defending state champions in a rematch of last year's game. Bearcats 36, Dragons 35 as we head to the fourth quarter. Neither team really lighting the world on fire with their uh, shooting from the field. 36% shooting so far in the game for Scott's Bluff. 32 for Gretna here in the uh, second half, though. Gretna is shooting 35%, and they've actually held Scott's Bluff to poor shooting than that. They're only shooting about uh, 28% here in the second half. So here we go, eight minutes to decide the Class B state champion. And it will be Gretna basketball. They'll get it out of here for Tynan Dwin. Dwin, very patient, very deliberate. Has it. And he'll get the ball off with screen. Left side, they give it to Zach Emmings. Emming, three-pointer, no good. Gets his own rebound. Little runner, no good. Offensive tip inside is good. Couple of offensive rebounds. And Emming is able to tip that one up and in. So first lead of the second half here for the Dragons. Kick right side for Patton. Patton, a little ball fake. Will shoot the three, no good. Rebound by Brown. And Brown gets it for Gretna. He'll hand it off here for DeWin. Dragons with the lead. Kick right side. Drive by Emming. Emming, little ball fake. Has a shot block. Good work inside there by Budras. And the Bearcats pull it down. Hughes gets the board. And we'll give it here to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen over for Budras. He's across the timeline. And now they'll set up the offense as Budras has it. They give it for Gabe Patton. Over for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen drive, shot no good. Walker trying to get the board, can't. Gretna pulls down the rebound. Zach Yeming pulls it in, pass up ahead, and we got a foul. 
nearly got the shot to fall here for Trey Brown. Again, Gretna likes to run, and they did a great job of it there, that long outlet pass to set up Brown, and Brown will now try to add to Gretna's lead with two free throws. Stat guy is having trouble keeping up with the action in this one. The big squat, then the shot. The free throw is good for Trey Brown. Isaiah DeEllis will check back into the game here. Stepping out is going to be Hughes. Brown back to the line. About six months ago, there was a con- the, a uh, concert here where they had a bunch of confetti. They shot out of a cannon. Every once in a while, a little piece of confetti will fly out of the sky. And they clean that up here. Been happening since the basketball season began for the Huskers. Free throw is up and good. For Trey Brown. Gretna up now 39-36. Tuxhausen with the basketball facing that pressure. Budras now has it. And Budras going to be picked up there man-to-man by Johnson. Budras will drive in the lane. He'll elevate. He'll try to dish it. Gives it to Walker and Walker's fouled. When Budras drove up there, I thought he was going to shoot it, but he dished it. And that set up Walker. And Walker will step to the stripe. Walker, six of eight from the field, and he completed a three-point play. He's one for one from the stripe. He's a good free-throw shooter. He'll bend the knees, fire the free-throw. We'll make the first of two. 39-37. Gretna with the lead with 6.35 to go. Fourth quarter, Class B State Championship. And I think we have a blood issue here for Trey Brown. As they'll be given a little bit of time here to attend to the blood issue. And they're going to call a timeout to attend to it. So a 30-second timeout being taken here by Gretna. They want to keep Brown in the game if they can. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. It's Dragons 39, Bearcats 37, 635 to go. Gretna with the lead in the Class B State Championship game. We come back after this. The University of Nebraska at Kearney is ready to make a difference for you. Here, you'll get a quality education and graduate on time with less debt. You'll also have an unforgettable college experience. Join a club, become a leader, make a real difference for yourself and others. Choosing the right college is a big decision. Trust your future with people who care about your success. Choose the University of Nebraska at Kearney because we are difference makers. Visit unk.edu and schedule a campus visit today. Back to the free throw line here for Scott's Bluff and Landon Walker. Again, 39-37. Gretna with the lead over Scott's Bluff. And Walker, his free throw rolls around and is no good. And I guess that's why they want to keep Trey Brown out there still. He snags the rebound. So Brown pulls down the board. And now Gretna gives it to DeWin. Pressure coming here for Emming. He'll give it back to DeWin. They're looking to trap is Scott's Bluff. Trying to spring it on him. Dwin has it. Working with Emming here. Emming kicks here on the right side for Johnson. Back out for Dwin. Dwin near midcourt. And uh, at the panhandle of Nebraska at midcourt here with the basketball is going to be Sullivan. Gives it to Dwin. Great drive by Dwin. Bounce pass in underneath. Easy bucket for Trey Brown. Dwin with a great assist to set up Brown. 
And Brown now has 16 points in the game. Delios in the offensive end here for the Cats. They're down by four. They're going to shoot the three. Good. Cuxhausen got the kick on that right side. Wasn't really open, but he doesn't need to be. As he strokes in the three-pointer, had 39 yesterday. He's got nine here today. He's going to need to heat up here in the fourth quarter. One-point ball game, 41-40. Dragons with it, and they'll get it out here for Sullivan. Sullivan on the right wing. Now gets it out here for Emming. Emming, low penetration, kick out. Sullivan's open for three, in and out, no good. Offensive rebound, power dribble, shot good for Emming. Zach Emming got that rebound, had a good power dribble to get himself a good angle at the glass, and he's able to get the putback. So here comes Delios in the offensive end. Three-point dragon lead, 4.50 to go. Here's the three-pointer. Good for Gabriel Patton. Gabe Patton drains the three. We're deadlocked at 43. Zach Emming, left wing for Sullivan. They'll get it on the left side, hand it off. A little drive here by Sullivan. A little give and go, pass, shot off glass, good. The hot hand right now belongs to Trey Brown as he's been getting some nice passes to him, and he's able to use the glass there to put Gretna back on top, 45-43. 420 to go here. Fourth quarter in the Class B Championship. Andrew Cuxhausen, jump stop, and he's going to be fouled. That's before he was going to go back up. He was going to spin. He was going to shoot that ball somehow. And again, when he's got the ball in his hands, he'll shoot somehow, and you're not sure how he's going to do it because he's got about eight different ways that he can pull the trigger. And most of them get the ball on the rim pretty good. Inbounder for Delios gives it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen hits the three. He was covered. Now, that didn't matter. He gets hot. And it's now the Bearcats back on top, 46-45, 4.04 to go here in the fourth quarter and a timeout being taken by Gretna. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. A good one brewing here in the Class B final. We're back after this. It's happening now at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. The largest in-house boat show to hit the Midwest. Buzz's Marine's 61st annual spring boat show is going on now through the 18th. This week, shop our new inventory with unbeatable deals and rebates on our most popular boats. Is your family ready for summer? Don't wait. Boating weather is fast approaching. Visit buzzesmarine.com for full details. That's the 61st annual spring boat show now through the 18th. Your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Andrew Cuxhausen is warming up. He's got 12 points here in the game so far. Landon Walker has 14. He's a leading scorer. And off the bench for Scott's Bluff, Gabe Patton has 11 in the game. He has hit three three three-pointers for Gretna. Brown doing most of the damage with 19 points. Emming with 10. Nine for Sullivan. And on the scoreboard, Scott's Bluff with a 46-45 lead. But here comes Gretna in the offensive end. To win. We'll give on the right wing for Emming. Bearcats going 2-3 zone. Right wing with it is Emming. They get it uh, down low. Now in the lane here for Sullivan. Sullivan trying to get the Brown. He's got it. And there's going to be a charge. A little bit acting, but better position there for Evan Hughes. Hughes with a little jump stop defensively to get right into Brown. And Brown did drop the elbow. Not the elbow, but the shoulder. And that is a charge. A lot of acting there, but he had great position. Got the call he was looking for, and it's the right call. 
So Hughes will inbound it. That's a big stop there for the Bearcats. Budris will kick it up ahead here for Patton. As I mentioned, he's had a hot hand. Guy averages about six. He's got nine in the state championship game. Hughes is off left side for Budris. Out for Patton. Patton thought about the three, but he'll get it back out. Back out to Patton. Top of the circle here for Hughes. Right side, Cuxhausen. And a little hand check foul going to be called here on Gretna. Joe Johnson going to be called for the foul. And that's going to set up a one and one. And when that happens and Andrew Cuxhausen's at the line, that one and one is basically a two-shot foul. More times than not. So Andrew Cuxhausen with the front end of the one and one here, trying to add on to a Scotts Bluff 46-45 lead. And he does. He does not need much space to get a shot off, a jump shot off when the clock is moving. And he just has a pretty stroke from the free throw line. Kid's a whale of a ball player. And the free throw is up and good. So a three-point lead, 48-45, 3.13 to go here, fourth quarter. Gretna with it. They'll get it on the right side here for Zach Emming. Emming over for Dwin. In the lane for Brown. Brown working against Landon Walker. Takes it off glass and gets a friendly roll. That was a high degree of difficulty there, but he's able to roll that one in. Pressure on, but Butters has it across the timeline. He's going to be picked up there by Sullivan. Sullivan's staying right with him. That's great defense. Butters handles the ball, though. He'll get it out to, to uh, Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen drives on the baseline. Bounce pass around the perimeter we go. Patton thought about the three, but he'll get it off for Hughes. Back out for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen for three. Hits the three. And he is warming up. 17 in the game. And the lead is 51-47 for the Bearcats. Dragons with it. Sullivan in the lane to Brown. Kick out. Drive now by Emming. Emming trying to throw it down low, and it's going to be tipped away by the Bearcats and out of bounds. And they're trying to make the sales pitch. It was last touched by the Dragon. But I think all three officials saw what I saw, and that was it was last touched by somebody with a black jersey. So they'll inbound the ball. Just going to lob it up here for Dwin. Dwin throws it off right side. Emming's going to penetrate. The dish. Sullivan, three. God! A big three-pointer here for the Dragons. And that is their first made three-pointer of the game. They're now one of six behind the arc, and that cuts it to a 51-50 game. Driving here is going to be Gabe Patton. He'll get the ball on the right side here for Evan Hughes. Minute 45 to go. Over for Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen looks inside for Landon Walker. Now he's going to back out. They got the lead. Go ahead. A double dog dare you to foul Cuxhausen. He's out the dribble. Gets the top of the circle here for Budras. Budras going to shoot over the top of the screen. Shot's no good. And rebound pulled down by Gretna. Walker set a screen to create a little space there for Budras. Couldn't get the shot to fall, and DeWin comes up with it. Minute 14 to go. Bearcats have the lead. Gretna, though, has the basketball. 51-50 our score. Emming and DeWin just uh, working a little clock, thinking about what they want to do. With a minute to go, DeWin's going to drive. 
Kick out, and around the perimeter we go. Emming's got it. Now back inside for Dwin. He's going to drive off glass. Shot no good. Walker can't get the rebound. Dwin's got it. Bounce pass out around the perimeter. It goes out of bounds, and it was knocked out of bounds by Scott's Bluff. The folks wearing red and black not happy with the call, but Devin Butteris was the last to touch it on that far sideline. And on that far sideline, that's where Gretna is going to inbound the ball with 47.5 to go. They're down by one, 51 to 50. And across the timeline comes to win with 43 seconds to go in the Class B State Championship. Dwin has it. Much different than last year, which was a blowout. The drive here by Dwin. He's going to be shut off, comes off of the screen, has it top of the circle. Now he'll drive again. He'll take it off glass, and he'll score. Dragons back on top, 25 seconds to go. And who else do you want to have the ball besides Andrew Cuxhausen? He's got the dribble. He's got a screen. He's driving. Has a seam. Jump stop. Shot off glass. No good, but he's fouled. 15.3 to go. And one of the best free throw shooters in the state will step to the line to shoot two down by one. So the bucket on one end for Gretna. And now the opportunity for free throws for Andrew Cuxhausen. 15.3 to go. 52, 51. Now it's 52, 52. And there's 15 to go. So plenty of time for Gretna. There's nobody back there to rebound here for Scott's Bluff. And he had some tape that was uh, coming off, so he has to take it off, which means he steps off the free throw line. I don't think that would bother him. So right now, Cuxhausen will try to untie it. We're deadlocked at 52 with 15.3 to go, and it is good. So here we go. A timeout being taken by Scott's Bluff. It'll be a full timeout. The Class B State Championship hangs in the balance. Scott's Bluff, 53. Gretna, 52. 15.3 to go. This timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. will decide the state championship right after this. Community is a place that means coming together, a place where smiles are warm, where handshakes are firm, the day's work is honest. Buffalo County Farm Bureau is hometown proud. We work for farm and ranch families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm or ranch, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Visit nefb.org to learn more. A year ago, Gretna scored 52 points and won a state championship. That will not be enough points tonight because Gretna last year held Scott's Bluff to only 33 points in that game. So it was a comfortable win for the Dragons. Well, whoever wins this one, it ain't going to be comfortable because the Bearcats have a 53-52 lead, 15.3 to go here in the game. Both teams are in the bonus. And just a single bonus. So if Scott's Bluff commits a foul, it would be a one-and-one, one, unless, of course, it's a shooting foul. They can run the baseline if they need to, and both teams have plenty of timeouts left. Possession arrow is pointing to Scott's Bluff it's if it is a held ball. So Johnson can run the baseline if he needs to. He doesn't. He'll give the basketball out here for Dwin. 
Down by one. Here comes Gretna. The drive, the dish, the three-pointer. Right side, Johnson. Good! He hit it! And a timeout for Scott's Bluff. Three-pointer, only the second three-pointer of the game here for the Dragons. And they step up with ice in their veins. Johnson drains the three-pointer. He has only six in the game. And the Dragons go back on top here, 55-53. Six seconds to go, and the timeout being taken. We're going to keep it right here. Gretna, 55. Scott's Bluff, 53. And the fist pump after draining the three-pointer for Joseph Johnson. And then the uh, timeout being taken immediately. Twin with the assist. He's got four assists in the game. A nice little penetration. Kicked out. It is exactly what Gretna wanted here. And with 6.4 to go, you got to think the ball is going to be in the hands of Andrew Cuxhausen. And that's exactly what Gretna is trying to drop defensively right now. Let's not let number zero touch the basketball. 6.4 to go. Both teams still have two timeouts left. Dragons lead it 55-53. Scott's Bluff down by two. Can run the baseline if they need to. The timeout was taken by Gretna. Therefore, it was before the ball was inbounded. They put just a little bit more time back on the clock. There's going to be 6.4 to go here. And Evans Hughes. Evan Hughes going to uh, inbound it. And now Gretna calls another timeout. This one we'll take and send back to the studio. We'll take the timeout. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Gretna with a 55-53 lead. Scott's Bluff inbounds. We come back after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And welcome back here. Timeout being taken by uh, Gretna. Brad Feekin actually having a pleasant conversation with the officials. He was all smiles. I don't know how he doesn't have the pressure of the moment. Andrew Cuxhausen doesn't feel pressure anytime, and you know Scott Spluff wants to get the ball in his hands. Gretna has called uh, timeout here to see what Gretna wanted to what Scott Spluff wanted to do. And we'll see whether or not. Now, they're not going to change anything, and I wouldn't either if I was Scott Spluff. So inbounding the ball here is going to be Evan Hughes, and you've got to think they're going to try to get Cuxhausen the ball somehow. 6.4 to go here in the Class B State Championship. Bearcats down by two. They inbound the basketball. 55-53, they get it to Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen being double-teamed. Cuxhausen on the dribble. Cuxhausen, fadeaway three. No good. It's an air ball. Rebounded by Gretna, and it's over. Gretna, back-to-back. Heartbreak for Scott's Bluff for the second straight year. Unfortunately for the Bearcats, that old question, would you rather lose close or would you rather lose in a blowout? Which heartbreak do you want? Scott's Bluff has experienced both the last two years. The final score, Gretna, 55, Scott's Bluff, 53, and the Dragons go back-to-back. 
We've had three state championships today. Every team that's won in Lincoln today for a state title did exactly the same thing a year ago. Everybody's been able to defend so far. Gretna with a 55-53 win over Scotts Bluff. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Insurance. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back here. It's time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Gretna with a 55-53 win over Scotts Bluff as uh, Joseph Johnson hits the three-pointer with 6.4 to go. That's the difference in the ball game as a very tough double team on Andrew Cuxhausen. Cuxhausen did get a three-point shot off, kind of a fadeaway three over a double team. Still the guy, if you're, if you're Scott's Bluff, you want shooting the ball. Maybe not that shot, but he got the shot. To, he got the ball in the hands of the guy you wanted, and uh, Andrew Cuxhausen shot ends up being a little bit short at the buzzer, and Gretna wins back-to-back state championships over Scott's Bluff. 55-53 to 53 is our final in this one. Outstanding season here for the uh, Bearcats of Scottsbluff High School. They're going to finish the year at uh, 26-3 and three on the year. And let's check the numbers for them here in the ballgame. Cuxhausen still had an outstanding game. Finished with 19 points, a couple of rebounds. Uh, elsewhere, Evans Hughes had three points and three rebounds. Devin Budras in the ball game had a couple of points and three rebounds as well. Big game for the big man, Landon Walker. Walker finished with 14 points and 14 rebounds in the game. The only two other players off the bench that scored were Josiah Delios, the freshman, who finished with four points, two rebounds, and a big night off the bench for Gabe Patton. Patton finished with 11 points. He was three of nine from three-point range and also hit a uh, free throw, so he finished with 11 points in the game. Overall, for Scott's Bluff, they uh, shot the ball 
in the second half, about 38%. Uh, and in the game, they were 39.1% from the uh, field. And uh, turned the ball over only nine times in the face of that good defense that Gretna put on. But the Dragons, to their credit, with only four turnovers in the game. And they were able to win this one because of uh, the fact they took such good care of the ball. And 36 rebounds for Gretna compared to 27 for Scott's Bluff. Meanwhile, for your state champions from Gretna, who improved their record now to 27-2 and two on the year, Tynan Dwin finished with six points, Tyler Sullivan with 12, Zach Imming with 10, Trey Brown finished with 21 points on the night, Joseph Johnson with six points in the game, including the three-pointer with six seconds to go that won it. So you, you only had uh, points coming from five players here from Gretna, but it's enough as they win this one 55 to 53. And uh, for the game for Gretna, they were 20 of 51 shooting for 39.2%. And from the free throw line, they were 13 of 18 shooting 72% uh, there, but they got 13 points from the free throw line. They uh, three point shooting. Well, they didn't shoot it a lot. Only two of seven, but they got them when they needed it. Tyler Sullivan hit one in the first half. And then the huge three-pointer for Joseph Johnson with six seconds to go. And that is the last points scored in the ballgame. Gretna wins this one 55-53. to Well, we'll uh, have a little bit of a break here. And uh, later on, we'll have some more basketball action for you as uh, we'll begin things in Class uh, C2 with the uh, championship between Neely Oakdale and Ponca. And... One of those two teams going to win a state championship without defending the title from last year because our first three winners today are all back-to-back at least champions here at the Pinnacle Bank Arena. Again, the day started with Newman easily in Class C1 over Wahoo, 80-57. to A hard-fought game for Nebraska City Lords over Guardian Angels Central Catholic, 47-44 to the final there. And here, a dramatic Win by Gretna, 55-53, to as the Dragons win back-to-back state championships. Scott's Bluff for the second straight year, falling just short uh, against the Gretna Dragons. It was a lopsided game 12 months ago, and Scott's Bluff had the lead until the final uh, six and a half seconds here today uh, against Gretna, but the Dragons win it, 55-53. to And by the way, Lutheran High Northeast won their consolation game over Randolph, 52-42. to that is the uh, final over in class D1. And again, congratulations to St. Cecilia. They won their third place game when Austin Esch hit a half quarter at the buzzer. That three pointer put Hastings ahead for the final of 52 to 49. Congratulations to St. Cecilia on a great season. Been a great start here so far at the state basketball tournament, the championship round. Doug will be back with uh, action beginning at uh, the 4.30 game. Again, we'll crown the C2 state champion beginning at 4.30 right here on the ESPN Superstation. I'm Randy Bushka. I want to thank you so much for uh, all of our sponsors and having the opportunity to do high school basketball games and football games in the fall. And uh, that'll wrap up my broadcasting until the uh, next fall coming up. Obviously, Doug will have all sorts of sports in the spring reporting for you. And don't forget the Doug and Daddy Show every Monday through Friday here on the ESPN Superstation. I want to thank everybody back in the studios throughout the course of the year for helping me out, including Grant Ekstrom, uh, Jeff Ekstrom at the studios here 
this afternoon. Once again, Gretna with a 55-53 win over Scott's Bluff. Until next fall, good night, everybody. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com. I'm like, what'd you say? (laughs) 